Okay, that's recording. Be with you momentarily. That's recording. All right. Now all I gotta do is turn the TV down and uh, we can start this video podcast. Turn off the surround sound thingy majigger. Alright, now we get all the whatchamacallits turned off and down and sideways and upside right. And, uh, so's, welcome along to another, uh, episode, I guess this is, is that what they call them, of Americana the American Way, I'm Big John, you can find me on parlor at the real big john all one word and here we go um another christ crises at the border uh a lot going on down there on the mexican border mexican border with the united states of america um a lot of reasons course it's all Trump's fault somehow that makes no sense at all but you know that this is what the media as long as you're willing to keep believing their bullshit the media and the uh, politicians are going to keep feeding it to you you know um, a lot of stupid things in the headlines uh, you know they they gave us all our $1,400 checks, and none of them read the bill. Uh, you know, now they're trying to uh, undercut this thing in the Senate called a filibuster, which is a way for um, a minor- the party that's in the minority, the party with the fewest members in the chamber, to... Uh, stop a bill from getting rammed through uh, gently by the majority party. Uh, it, you know, it used to be, fil- well, there's been a couple lately. Rand Paul did a literal filibuster uh, where he just stood there and talked for hours on end. I think it was, it was when Republicans had control, but there was just something he didn't like, so he filibustered. Um, but anyways, back to the border crises. Uh, it, it's they're going. It's going ape shit down there. I don't want to say they, because then it's you know racial, um, or at least I'll get accused of that. Um, but I mean, if you live on the border of the United States and Texas, and or the United States and Texas, Mexico and Texas. Um, I'm certain you're feeling like it's just out of control, like everything's going ape shit. And I'm not sure how ape shit goes, but I'm sure it's not good. Um, let me light the ceremonial cigar while you listen to some guitar solos and, uh, I'll see if I can, I can't make sense of it, but I can at least tell you what's going on because uh, it's a mess and, and, and it's all to spite Donald Trump. 
there cannot be one good thing about this for the United States of America or even the illegal aliens that are coming across the border. But we'll get into it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. Oh, fuck it. I was trying to do a Mills Lane impression. has essentially got an open border policy going. Come as you are or come at all. <laughs> uh, this is long story short, long story short of it. This is serious. Got to be a little serious for a moment. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious and don't call me Shirley. Uh, it, this is just, it's helping human traffickers. You've got thousands of kids in cages, all caged. They're all caged up in temporary jails, unfit for kids at 4,200 approximately, 4,200. And AOC is going ballistic on the house floor. She's having an epileptic fit. She's waving her hands in the air and stomping her feet. No, she's not. She's down at the border, get at the fence, staring at a parking lot, pretending to cry. No, she's not. Why not? Why weren't they? What? Where is the Democrat outrage now? Where? Where? Where's the sixty-minute special? Where's the special edition of NBC Nightly News Crisis at the Border? I can't do an impression of a, an old-fashioned telegraph machine. Sorry. Uh, where, where is it? Where's the outrage? You see none. You see it from Republicans because, you know, when Trump had uh, half this many kids uh, in lock, lockdown or in uh, temporary housing, whatever it was, they sent fake photos, not fake, they were real photos, but photos of kids in cages behind bars uh, at a temporary holding facility. But the reason I called them fake photos is because they were from the Obama era. Okay, <laughs> so let's look at this. 
they're out of room. They've run out of room at the border in the uh, detention centers, concentration. When they were, when it was Trump, they were concentration camps. Now they're detention centers, um, but it's six of one, half a dozen of another, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're not going to call them concentration camps because we're not going to bring up images of, uh, you know, the unfortunate Jewish people uh, being uh, massacred by the Nazis. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to do it anyways. So you've got, they've run out of room in the detention centers. And like 3,000 of these kids have stayed past the 72-hour government mandate law rule that uh, Border Patrol can keep them in these centers. So what the, they can't just turn children loose. Uh, that you know, and say, oh, you know, go fend for yourself, kid. You're out of here, bub. Uh, no, they're not going to do that. We're Americans. We're going to take care of these kids. Uh, so they're sending 3,000 children from the border uh, detention centers to a convention center or gymnasium in Dallas to temporarily house them there. Now, mind you, these kids would not be here if not for the change in regimes, the, cha the peaceful transfer of power, right? In the United States, they would not be here if not for that. And God bless us. We every four years, sometimes every eight years, we have a change of president, and that's great. But this was totally brought on by the Biden administration. You have parents uh, of kids from South South America and Central America. Um, Mexico and whatnot, sending their children here at times unaccompanied. Sometimes they've been kidnapped by the cartels, the coyotes, uh, because if a person comes into the United States and they're dragging a kid behind them and they say, yep, yeah, that's, my, that's my child, we're a family, don't separate us then it makes it a little easier to get into the United States because we're worried about the children. I'm sure, I don't know why for sure, okay, I don't know. But some of these uh, parents of these children are just sending kids across the border. Like, make a run for it, kid. And I assume they know their child's life in America will be better than it was in Mexico or, you know, Nicaragua or Nicaragua, pardon me, Chile, wherever they're coming from. Uh, because I said it the other day on this podcast, it is better to be poor in America than it is to be rich in some of these countries. And they hope maybe that somehow some nice American family will take these kids in or, you know, if nothing else, their kids will get food and water and shelter uh, in the custody of the American government, which is a step above living in a, you know, a 
an earthen hut in you know some little country. I'm not being ignorant. Freaking look it up. If you don't believe me, some of these people live in you know hand built structures that they built themselves with roofs made out of you know sticks and wood and grass and whatever they can get their hands on. Not every place on earth is like America, you idiots. So don't call me racist, don't call me xylophonic, or any of these other terms that you make up to insult people. These kids, in the, in the place they're at now, if they're inside the steel cage with George the Animal Steel and Hulk, oh, sorry, had a flashback to wrestling. Uh, if they're in a cage in the United States, which is essentially a prison cell, they're still better off than they were in their home country. They're getting uh, bathed every day. They're getting food, clean water, okay? They are not drinking from the toilet like your canine, the way AOC described it as she was weep, weepingly peering through a fence at an empty parking lot. Okay, they're getting they're they're getting cleaned. They're I mean, folks. Some of these people that have sent their children across the border uh, with a human trafficker that they didn't know was a trafficker, or with a drug lord, or with a coyote. They know their kids are better off in the United States, and that's the true tragedy of it. You know, this is a country where we take care of inmates. I'm not talking about these children. I'm talking about actual criminal inmates in our country are better off than the supposed free people of some of these third world South American, Central American countries. Okay. So a kid in a cage in the United States has air conditioning during the day. They have heat at night. They have a bed. They have blankets. They have food, I already mentioned. They have clean drinking water. They have a, 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 a toilet. Some of them may have never seen an actual toilet. Uh, I'm talking, I, you know, you listen to um, that, that old cracker, uh, Pat Roberts and the, t the televangelist, and he would talk about going uh, to some of these countries on um, evangelical missions or some of the missionaries I've met at my churches. They talk about going to some of these countries down in South America and uh, over in Africa, and you're at a hotel and they tell you your toilet is a, a, a physical can in uh, the corner of the room. Okay? Not every, we've got to stop thinking like Americans. Not everywhere is like here. Okay? The only people that are worse off than these children and folks that are coming across the border uh, 
in this country are possibly the homeless in Los Angeles and San Francisco. But that's, you know, another point. We've got homeless people living in the streets of L.A., Frisco, that at one time were American taxpayers. And because of horrible government policy in the state of California, they're homeless now. Because of inflation due to over-taxation and over-regulation, they're homeless. These people know what it's like in these third world countries that these uh, illegal aliens are coming from. And I can understand why you would, if you're a parent and you love your child, you would want to just go. You know, the streets are paved, maybe not paved with gold, like some of the early immigrants that came to the United States thought, but the streets are paved. You know, everybody in America has an automobile. Some of these people just walk everywhere. And they've walked thousands of miles to send their kid into the United States or to get themselves into the United States. But some of these children and people, women especially, are being used, abused by sex traffickers uh, in the drug cartels, in the mob, the Mexican mob, which I think is essentially the drug cartels. Um, you know, all these these people are taking advantage of these other human beings that just wanted a shot at the American dream. A dream that you know I and some of you were born into and we take for granted and we put some of you put down our own country and these folks are literally dying and sacrificing themselves, their bodies, their kids, everything to try and get just a little taste of that American dream. That's what makes this a beautiful country, but it also makes it bad that we're not acknowledging the crisis. The Trump administration had a crisis there, but the crisis was, hey, you you come in here with a kid that isn't really your kid. We're going to put that kid someplace safe where we know they're not being trafficked and sold into the sex slave slavery or... Um, recycled to another coyote or another drug cartel member. What what's the what's the Biden administration's plan? What are they doing? Oh, just open the border up and let everyone run in, and give them welfare and a cell phone and this and that and the other thing. That's not a plan. That's not that's a country without borders. And right now, the United States of America is the only country that's having a debate, okay, that I, well, no, Europe, they did it for a while, too, and then they realized it was mistaken. So I take that back. But we're the only country, the liberals in this country are the only people on earth that want to have a nation without a border, okay? You know, Canada, it's on the same playing field as the United States, so we don't have to worry about, you know, trafficking and, well, I mean, yes, you do. You have to worry about human trafficking at, at every stop anymore, which is disgusting. But 
let's get off that point. We don't have to worry as much about massive amounts of Canadian citizens running across the border because they have a lot of the comforts in life that we have. Okay, we can say what we want to say about their socialized medicine and national health care and you know, different things. Uh, they don't have true freedom of speech and stuff like that we have. Uh, but it's still on par economically with the United States for the most part. Um, so we've got these kids in cages again. We've got way too many. They've taken, the Biden administration did away with the automatic deportation if you cannot prove that you were uh, an American citizen, you cannot prove that you were coming here legally. Now, you could under Trump, you could still go to an, a point of entry and apply for entrance to the United States uh, under a visa, citizenship, and whatever. But you had to get in line like everybody else that has legally immigrated to the United States. Okay. So all of this that Biden has created in this crisis, and we don't see or hear much about it, we don't see or hear any policy decisions coming from Washington. You know, when it was Trump, we heard all this carrying on and screaming about it for a couple of weeks. And then well it was a couple of years, but they got the kids out of the cages. They got them into better facilities. I saw pictures of, you know, rooms with T V sets and video game consoles and stuff like that from uh, the Trump administration. Not saying that that's the way every kid lived at one of these detention centers, but nonetheless, there was an effort there, right? So where's where was the preparation? Where was the effort from the Biden administration? Uh, we're just going to roll back these laws. And mind you, every Democrat, including Joe Biden who said and did many racist things in his career, Nancy Pelosi, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Bill Clinton, Barbara Boxer, uh, Dianne Feinstein, they are all on video saying that we have to close off our southern border that we need a wall, that we need limitations on immigration, all these things that Trump actually did. And you know what happened? The governments of these countries in South America, Central America, Mexico, they put troops along the, the border. The Mexican government put their troops along the U.S. southern border, but also the southern border of Mexico to stop people from migrating through. So it took a little while for Trump to, for the people of the world 
to realize Trump wasn't playing games, but once it caught on, it slowed down and it stopped. Okay, you still had a few illegal immigrants coming through, but in the last few months, it, the number of illegal aliens coming in and these poor children has gone up by 30% each month. Or at least last month it was up 30%. And that was what Joe Biden's first full month in office. And it went up, you know, right after he took office on January 20th and signed uh, that executive order rolling back Trump's executive order. And it was all done out of spitefulness towards Trump. <laughs> you know, and these caravans of people, even though the Democrats just a few years ago were talking about border security and, you know, cutting off the border, even though they talked about it, they had to roll these things back, make these changes just to say, well, we spiked Donald Trump. He was he said mean things on Twitter. And the you know, the word got out to these other countries that oh, there's a new president in the United States that's gonna let us in. He's gonna give us shelter. He's going to give us money. We're going to get medical care. They probably don't understand what Medicaid or Medicare for all means. They don't understand what socialized medicine means. They, they're they lucky to see a doctor probably. But they know they can come to the United States and see a doctor. They know they can come to the United States and get help. And, you know, they'll get a free cell phone. You know, they wanted to give them free stimulus checks. So, yeah, th this word is going to get out around the world. Uh, to these people, these people in these impoverished countries that want a better life. And yes, they're going to come here because it's better to be living in a tent on the streets of San Francisco than it is to be living in their country. You know? Anyways, guys, but it, it's terrible the way the media treats this when it was one president that they didn't they did not like. They treated him horribly. And then the president they wanted gets in there. And we don't hear as much about it unless you listen to, you know, the supposedly alternative media like, you know, the Tim Pools or the Millie Weavers or the Stephen Crowders or, you know, the Hodge Twins. Uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Dore, Dore, D-O-R-E, Jimmy Dore. Um, you're not hearing and finding out about this. Why? Oh, well, we got to, you know, talk talk down about Trump. What can we find to talk about Trump? You know, he's gone. His, he's gone on January 20th. His policies went out the door with him. Biden over uh, overrode them with new executive orders. So this is all Biden's doing. Where's AOC stomping her feet and waving her arms in the air on the House floor over this? Nowhere.
she don't she didn't really care what she was supposed to run against Nancy Pelosi for Speaker of the House, remember? And then she she backed down and supported Pelosi for Speaker. Well, guys, that's it. I've ranted and raved for 30 minutes on this. Uh, you know, do your own research. Don't listen to what Fox News or PMSNBC or the Communist News Network is telling you. Listen to the facts. Find the facts for yourself. The truth is out there. With that, God bless you. Have a great day. Pray for one another. I'll see you next time.